This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. All right, all right, all right. So this is it. Yeah. Hey, were you doing that like beat? No. We can walk. All right, so this is it. This is it. This is uh, episode one. The first Uno. of first of at least a couple. <laughs> at least two, three, maybe. Yeah, I was just yeah. the first of many, yeah. but that might not actually be the deal. So I don't want to lie. But um, yeah, this is number one, Tackling Tacos podcast. We are brought to you by no one. Because um, nobody wants to sponsor this. It's just us. Um, I'm pretty stoked about it, man. Tacklingtacos.com. You can go to that if you want to. Um, a little backstory, real fast, is um, Nate and I, uh, we were going to do a podcast a while ago. And, um, you know, because Tackling Tacos used to be Whisperwood Outdoors. And it's not like Whisperwood Outdoors is dead, but now we're doing Tackling Tacos, just kind of a different thing and uh whisperwood was going to do a podcast and we had all these names for a <laughs> for a podcast laid out and oh, they no. were all super racist um yeah no they were good yeah yeah they were, <laughs> they very, were good yeah they were very good <laughs> so Real edgy yeah quite um inappropriate so uh one of them was two black men one bass boat was, can you expound on that a bit the two black yeah we're two oops. black guys i don't know what um, else there is to Color, culture, I mean, you know, okay. a little, you know, a little everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you need to say. That's, I'm it, sorry. That's really I'm it. really, yeah. I didn't mean to uh, Growing up when I was younger, I was like the only white dude. This is, this is actually true. I don't look at now and now I look, you know, like, like I'd you be driving a tractor where and, you, are. you know what I'm saying? Like name all my sheep or something. Um, but back in the day, I was like the only white dude in my group of homies. Like it was me and just a whole bunch of black people. And so the joke was after a while is like one of my friends um, would introduce me to a new human being who was black. And they'd be like, this is Jordan. He's black. 
And I'd be like, dude, stop doing that. You're going to like get me like in a fight or something. This is so stupid. Uh, and then Nate actually is black. And so we had this like jokey idea. And then tell, tell him your name. Do you remember the name you had for it? It was so good. No, I, God, I can't remember. The dark side of fishing. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I do remember dark that side now. of fishing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but it never took off. We recorded a couple episodes. It's kind of the same thing we're doing now sans tacos but um just talking fishing and and whatever so anyway so here we are um first one ever it's myself jordan johnson uh my wife lola and my best buddy nate a fishing partner we've been friends for for quite a while and here we are and our very fancy if you can look around on video if you're watching on video on the year turbs otherwise just imagine it just close your eyes while you're driving, listening to this podcast, do and think of that. it. Uh, and a very the fanciest studio you can imagine. Be bougie, that. bougie, Abbey and very high end. Abbey very. Road, like where the Beatles tracked stuff. Yeah, or Clockwork in Atlanta, or you know, think of the fancy, like the the Australian Opera House in Sydney. Think of all those, and they are nothing compared to our studio. Um, <laughs> which is just a garage with a car and a boat and a lawnmower. But I mean, that's a, that's a 60 inch zero turn. So and she's in, quick too. We yeah. ain't kidding around. <laughs> she is prone to backfire and make me want to hide from my neighbors. <laughs> so irritating. I'll be mowing the lawn, like just happy as a clam, the little two. And I'll hear it from in the house. And I'm like, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> worst oh it's so frustrating uh but here we are in our in our garage studio and what i think is actually dope about it though is that um this is a fishing podcast you know it's called tackle and tacos a fishing podcast that's like the whole name um and what fishermen can't relate to spending time in their garage you know prepping tackle or working on their boat or i mean your garage you, you your boat you're out there all the time. I'm out there all the time. Heated just like this one. Not near as nice, um, nor do I have as much room. But, uh, yeah, the boat is is, uh, is tight in there, and I'm in it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a garage. That's what it is. Yeah. We're men. She's not a man. I'm not a man. No, she's a she's a, she's a gal. So um, what, are, what were we going to talk about here? Um, oh, we're going to interview each other. We thought this would be a, a good time. Um Nate and Lola and I recently were sitting around at Applebee's and we were having riblets. And um, I don't remember this. I've had a riblet one time, and I, I don't didn't know enjoy what it. a riblet is. It's not, we had them the other day when we were waste talking. Of time. And, oh, at Applebee's. Um, that's Applebee's. right. <laughs> and uh, we said to each other in unison, which is a little weird, uh, but you know what the world needs right now. You know, it's 2023. It's post COVID. Wait, we're saying we said all of this in unison? Yeah. Um, it's post-COVID yeah. or the end of COVID. I don't know what's happening with COVID. Fauci somewhere having a heart attack because he wants to release more variations that you know never really existed. Oh, or, my God. Um, we're, we're in an interesting time. And if you actually look it up on the Google machine, there's like literally 90,000 podcasts on the planet. And we looked at each other and we said, you know what the world needs right now? Another podcast. Just one more. Just you know? one. Yeah. Every other podcast after this can fail, but this one. It won't. This is what this is what needs to happen. So we bought a bunch of stuff that we don't understand how to use, and we made a website, tackleandtacos.com. What we thought would be cool is, for this being our first one, if we um, 
did like a little interview session with each other instead of having somebody else on the phone or in person, which we will do, of course, um, we'll interview each other and try and get to know each other, I guess, a little better. I feel like we know each other, but um, I think I know you pretty well. Yeah, but Nate, you know, people but don't know you. People don't know me. People right. don't know Nate. Um, people don't know our garage. So we're hoping that just through a little chill interview session, we're going to talk about some tacos. We're going to talk about fishing and tackle and boats and whatever tonight. And um, hopefully it's cool enough. Hopefully it's conversational enough. Hopefully it's flowy enough where people want to listen again. Because I'll tell you what, man, we don't know everything there is to know about fishing. We certainly don't know everything there is to know about tacos. And if I could pick between those two, I'd pick tacos. I'd rather know more about tacos than fishing. It's amazing. But um, what I can guarantee you is that we're going to have fun. We're going to be raw and real and honest. And we're not going to pretend like we have it all figured out. Um, Hopefully we can, you know put the fun back in fishing. I was, I was, I was watching, uh, not that it's not there, but I was watching the Bassmaster classic. So in real world land, that's what's going on right now. It's March 26th, 5th, March 25th. It's my dog's second birthday. Is it the fifth? Happy birthday, Walter. Oh, it is the fifth. You're right. Um, but Walter, our big fat potato bulldog turned two today and nobody cares. Not even me. But our oh, kids happy, care. Happy, yeah, happy birthday to Thank him. you, Nate. Happy birthday, happy happy birthday happy Walt. Birthday. No, he doesn't. He's the he worst. Under, oh, his, Walter. His ugly underbite. <laughs> yeah, he's a strange looking creature. I love him. We though. love him. We do. Um, but the Bassmaster Classic <clears throat> is going on, and uh, every commercial that comes on, and it's fine. I, I don't hate it at all. Like, I, I'm trying to be like a positive human being. Um, but every commercial that comes on is very like when you go to the fishing dock you're going out there with a dozen worms and then you got to make sure you have the right gear on this isn't a passion it's a way of living your cultured life forever your obsession and i'm like dude what the frick happened i remember being a boy and seeing a worm underneath a bobber and when that sucker went down and i reeled in an eighth pound bluegill my smile wrapped across my whole head absolutely you know and like i'm not crazy serious yeah i'm not anti the intensity and that's cool you know i I mean and these suckers are fishing for a three hundred thousand dollar paycheck so like that's I get it. But at the same time, though, like, we really, we just want to have fun with it. Like, like we're going to have some serious conversation about, I don't know, swim jigs or um, tournaments that we fish or um, boats or, you know, things we learn that maybe we can pass on to you. Um, a really neat part about our podcast, I think, is that Nate and I are very entrenched in, like, the tournament scene. How many clubs are you in in the Quad Cities? Uh, three clubs in the Quad Cities, I'd say, and then... Sometimes I dabble in like a bass nation or something like yeah. that. So three to four, like you know, every year. Yeah, and then myself and Lola are in two bass clubs here. One of which is a bass nation club, um, and we're fishing tournaments a lot. But Lola doesn't have as much experience in that world as Nate and I. You know, where Nate and I could pick up a a lure and tell you like what size that hook is or what weight it is and what specific color pattern it is and whatever. Maybe Lola's not there yet, but she is really into it. She can throw a bait caster really well. Um, I think where she's at with not as much experience is, is a pretty rad. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Inside. It, it, yeah. It's a, it's a different, uh, different perspective, look, a different perspective. Yeah. Yes. It's a perspective that I think is really relatable for a lot of people. Nobody sure. walks up out their mom's womb 
and is like, I can throw a 16th ounce jig on a bait caster. You know, like you, you learn things as you go along and you get more specific with this color for this, whatever presentation and this water clarity and this, this is post spawn. I know that because whatever. And sometimes honestly, when Lola and I fish together, it works out better for her not having so much unnecessary knowledge floating through her head where I'm in the back of the boat. Like, should I try like a crazy Alberto knot from my braid to my floral leader? Should I go with the FG? Also this water temperature has changed a little bit. Maybe I should slow down to a whatever. And she's just chucking the same bait and catching fish after fish after fish. So we're hoping that through this whole process, each one of us is hopefully somebody you can kind of relate to, whether it's the two black men or the, the Puerto Rican uh, <laughs> woman. And um, we're going to talk tacos and um, our favorites. But right now, let's jump into the interview process. We've got like 11 minutes of absolutely nothing so far. You're welcome. Yep. And we really <laughs> hope you love it. Mom, our only listener. Love you. Thanks, Kathy, <laughs> for tuning in. Um Let's do this. Let's interview each other. Let's go simple stuff. So um, give me something. We'll go in order just because you're to my right, Lola. Okay. Um, give me what got you into fishing. Okay. And that could be like however you want to take it. There's no right or wrong. But what got you into fishing, whether that's like way back, like kid status, or if it's just recently. Okay. Um, one of your favorite techniques for fishing and one of your favorite tacos. And the taco one has to be specific. <sighs> Go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I started fishing when I was little going to my, um, it was called sugar, sugar camp, sugar. It was in Eagle river, Wisconsin, going to my grandparents, like camper and fishing on the lake with my grandpa and my dad and my brothers waking up early and going out fishing like, um, for sunfish, getting crappies and bluegills. And, um, that's where it started. And you know, all the cute little kid fish pictures. Um, yeah, I always loved it. Uh, so I grew up around it, but then didn't really do it for a while. And then met you. What's, what's for a while? Two, three days. You think, you know, like some years, (laughs) a straight face, maybe a couple hours, maybe, maybe a couple hours. Uh, some years went by like, yeah, decade and a half. Um, I mean, I still fished once in a while, but not like I do now because then we got together and he taught me all the things and I like to throw a bait caster and is that how you say that? You, you use it, use caster. a bait. I don't I mean, throw, throw, I don't yeah, chuck throw the that. I throw the lure with the bait whatever. caster. Yeah. So what's your favorite, what's your favorite rod. technique? <sighs> I feel like I know what you're going to say, but I'm hoping you say something else. What? Tell me what you think I'm going to say. I think you're going to say you like throwing a chatterbait, a jackhammer. Well, I do. But I th- was hoping you might say but that you like I, throwing a jig now because that tournament we fished last year, Miller Dam, where you yeah. caught your first jig fish and like it was... I, so last year on Miller Dam, um, the Schwamigan flowage, which is a body of water nearish us here, uh, we fished a derby and it, like many, it didn't go exactly how we planned. And so we were kind of spitballing plan B, trying to make it work. And I caught a pretty good one, like a three ish pounder, uh, off a lay down on a jig, told Lola flip in there with your jig, see if you can. And she gets one, sets the hook on it. And it was a good, I mean, she stepped back, like, cause I kept telling her like on a jig bite, 
It's that's, not. That's what I do when over. when I yeah. when I throw something. I'm like, okay, wait. How do I fish this? Am I gonna? Am I popping it? Am yeah. I just reeling yeah. it in? Am I how? What am I and doing? I'm like, if you get a bite, and do I rip a, its face yeah, off? Yeah, it's not a crankbait bite. Like, yeah. really let them have it. And she did. She stepped back and just laid into it, and it was bigger than mine. Even I mean, it was probably three and a half. It was a really good largemouth came off this tree, and I remember like. I was a hundred times more excited so about that fish than any fish I had caught that year. Like, like I netted that thing. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I mean for I was, real, he I was, was so he was real You get pretty excited too. I he do. does. I get, I, get super, I get super Iconelli on stuff. Yeah. And that's probably, Iconelli is probably my favorite Bass Pro uh, fisherman. I just, a lot of people, he drives them crazy. I love the, the just enthusiasm and he's just innocent enthusiasm yeah. i love that he turns into a eight-year-old every time he hooks a fish like that's dope i don't yeah. want to lose that but okay and taco go okay you're puerto rican this is important don't screw this oh up gosh. your entire your entire lineage is going to be disappointed in you well tacos aren't really like a puerto rican like staple. are you sure about that yeah mm-hmm. uh, have you had a puerto rican taco tell me what was it no, I <laughs> Plantano. Puerto Rico Puerto Ricans like to deep fry things and like there are like deep fried They're tacos my and stuff. People. <laughs> a deep fried taco. It's like heaven. That sounds heaven like, on earth. Dude, that sounds I need, like I need something like that. That yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah. So that's real good. But um I would say double corn tortillas, yeah. steak, yeah. cilantro, and onions. Mexican style. Mexican style. Yeah. I just that's that just it's but so it, simple. it has to be like yeah, yeah. the perfect corn so tortilla. Yeah. It has to be perfect. It's so simple and perfect. But double, double it up. Yeah. That's, I like it when you get the really little ones. When I mean, what are they? Four inches across? They're like tacos, so little. Yeah. Like a 3.8 Kitex swimmer. <laughs> with, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and you get like 14 of them joints in a, in a little like greasy box. Like that ain't enough. Yeah. You just know I'm about to two bite can each I, one of these. Yeah, can yeah. I get another box, another yes, set of these? Yeah. exactly. Yeah, like six pack and a pound at Taco John's. Okay, Taco John's. Or Taco Bell, go. Oh my gosh, that's so hard because Olay's. Olay's would not. But then cheese. a Crunch Wrap. Yeah, How do you sure. wait? Yeah. Crunch Wrap is Taco Bell, so yeah. I want a Crunch Wrap and yeah. I want Olay's. Do you go to both? If I pick one, I'm picking Taco John's. I'm I'm gonna say for a taco, I'm I'm going Taco John's too. Olay's wow. and with the potatoes. Okay, so okay, that's fair. Good, dude. Although, go that although right my now. wife has me on this Mexican pizza kick here lately, oh yeah, been getting it like all the time. Yeah, they like got rid of it and then they brought it yeah, back. Yeah, brought it back and it's oh. I'm, I don't know if it's better than it was before because I don't really remember. But it's real good now. But it's good now. It's really good. Yeah, Taco Bell, like everybody I talk to about Taco Bell, my job, I don't know, I just pointed myself really awkwardly. Uh, My job, I work for an awesome company in DeWitt, Iowa called Motion Raceworks. And I get to go around the country every so often on these uh, drag and drive events where you race at a track and then you drive to the next one and you race at a track and drive whatever. Such a cool concept. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's cool. Cause it's like, it's like really tough on the car, but you also got to be able to run quickly at the, you know, quarter mile. And anyway, um, and like a staple for these drag and drive events, which is so funny because you're in a small little race car driving for six hours is Taco Bell. And I'm always like, why do you eat this and such whatever? But like, it's terrible. Oh yeah. Nobody would argue that Taco Bell is not terrible, but it's awesome. Yeah. How does it's, that work? I don't know. This food is terrible. I'll give me some more. But it like tastes so good. They made then... a freaking ta- like can we just can we just press pause and really like understand that Taco Bell made a taco out of a Dorito. And it's, it's the best. Dope. It is really dope. Yeah, like our what kids, our kids love, love them. Those. Yeah, yeah, what a stupid idea. Yeah. And it's so good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. All right, now, right, how'd Nate. you get into fishing? What's one of your favorite techniques? What's a favorite taco? 
Oh man. Uh, I really don't know how I got into fishing. Um, I just kind of like Lola said, I kind of grew up doing it. Uh, we would, uh, we'd go camping like probably yearly during the summer, go camping and, and that really kind of lit, lit the fire under me. We'd, we'd have a little campsite set up. There was always, uh, it actually was in, in Corville, Iowa. Um, there's a little pond there and we'd be set up on the, uh, set up on the Iowa river was also right there. So we grew up fishing, you know, we'd mess around in the pond during the day and then catfish like all night long. And that, that really kind of got me, got me going. Uh, and then kind of as, as I grew up, I kind of learned about different baits and, and, you know, not so much live bait anymore, you know, uh, different lures and stuff like that. My grandparents, they owned a, in, in auction service in, in the quad cities, uh, for years and years and years. And they would always run into, times where old fishing stuff just didn't sell so we would always get like cheap rods and old tackle boxes just full of old lures and i wish i still had some of that stuff today because it's probably worth a ton of money but i would cool to look at yeah i would would, are so oh they're awesome yeah Yeah, but i would take i would take some of that stuff that i found in those boxes and i would just go out and i'd you know i'd try to catch fish in this pond you know that we would be camping at or uh we we moved to this little house just outside of hills iowa it was probably a two mile walk ish mm. down the railroad tracks behind our house. And there's a creek that led to the Iowa River. And we would we'd walk all the way down there as a kid. And then I probably shouldn't have been doing this as young as I was. <laughs> oh but like it was it was absolutely addictive. Like yeah. I'd I got in there and, and we just started just slaying fish in this little creek. Like some of the biggest crappie I've caught in my life today came out of there. Like oh my it gosh, was, it so was, fun. It, it was yeah, so yeah. much fun. And there was a point in time where I had an old bait that I caught, you know, so many fish on and got it caught in a tree and actually swam out in this Creek at, done that. at yeah. like, you know, I'm probably eight years old yeah. swimming out in this Creek, oh getting this, getting this lure out of this Worth tree. It. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but that's probably where it all started. And then it just kind of, just kind of progressed. Uh, there's a lot of years where I didn't, you know, fish quite as consistently but uh you know i'd go to the river uh mississippi river in town we'd catfish you know all night and just kind of hang out and then uh kind of as i graduated college is when i got like really stuck into bass fishing um especially competitive like uh played football you know for forever it feels like and then uh after college football was done needed something to kind of get that competitive drive going i started tournament fishing with my uh, father-in-law, um, he wasn't my father-in-law at the time, but he, you know, he's the one who got me, got me started in. And in, did your father-in-law have a cigar and throw a tube? Uh, yes. Cherry Middleton cigar still <laughs> to this day and still flipping a tube to I this day cigar on, on probably only. the same exact rod he was flipping it Perfect, on when yeah. we started. Six uh, foot trigger. Like, yeah. Like what was that? What's no, that grip? It's, it's a, yeah, it's not a pistol grip. A pistol grip. Yeah. This is his, his flipping rod is a super old school Bass Pro Shops telescopic no. seven foot six rod. Oh my god! It, it weighs like four and a half pounds. It's like Perfect. the heaviest rod yeah. ever. And he still to this day uses it. Good for him. It's made out of fossilized yeah. oak. That's so it's, great. It's so funny. But yeah, he's he's super old school, uh, but but awesome. You know, like I said, he he got me into into tournament bass cool. fishing and, and I don't think I knew he's the one who got you into tournament fishing. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I know you fished tournaments with him, but I didn't think I didn't know he was like the genesis. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it started with him. He's you know I, I think I spent the night at, you know at at their house and woke up one Saturday morning and three thirty in the morning and he's like all right we're going boy let's go so 
<laughs> hop we are hop in the van and yeah. let's let's go you know uh, he bought me my first bait caster left-handed bait caster uh, uh, for christmas yeah so left-handed uh, <laughs> i told him hey, hey you know I, I can use this stuff but i don't like it so we gotta we gotta figure it out and yeah that 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 christmas got my first left-handed bait caster mm. iowa mag force i think i'm, I'm oh, pretty yeah. positive i still have it on a shelf somewhere so uh, yeah, that's, Sweet. that's how it started for sure. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, now just absolutely entrenched in it. You yeah. know, I, I love it uh, with passion. So, so what's your favorite thing to throw? Is that what we said? Yeah. 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 Favorite technique. Favorite next, technique. Yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Favorite technique. Um, yeah, you could get lure specific technique specific, whatever, man. Uh, you know, with, we, we talked about with him, uh, you know, the first couple of tournaments we ever fished together, I feel like almost the whole time we flipped tubes or, yeah. you know, drug tubes around the, the, you know, the back of the boat and caught fish. So I would say uh, that probably led into um, flipping and pitching being my favorite technique, you know, that whether it's, whether it's flipping a jig or a creature bait, uh, it, it, just that, that thump, that bite is, is really, uh, do you, I don't think is I, really what does it for me. When you and I fish together, I feel like I haven't seen you do it. Do you ever actually like do the old school? I don't do the old school, like yeah. a line. Yeah. You know, hold the line, flip it out. Wait, um, did you? Deal, so. Did you teach me how to do that when we were? Is that like the pendulum thing, or is that yeah. something different? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, we were. Where it, were we? Kind of swing back Spring on the slack Lake? line. Spring Lake, maybe. I don't remember. We were somewhere, and I remember saying, "Am I doing it right?" And yeah. I kept just let it swing. Yeah, like you I both were. I don't do it a ton where I where I hold the line. Dudes I do a lot. Do do it though. It's an art. Oh, it, oh, for they sure. Can, I mean, they can drop it in so quietly. Yep, I'll I do it where I, you know, hold the bait, keep the bait in my hand, or you know, even just like an underhand, yeah, you, know, how I do uh, it, you know, pitch to to a target or something. But that, that's probably my that's probably my favorite technique go to. Um, it, it it started flipping tubes and then creature baits, and then over yeah. the last you know three or four years, uh, gotten into jigs and and just gotten addicted to that. that what's jig your bite. Uh, what's your favorite flipping bait? Uh, G crack bellows go? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, no. That's it. That's mine. No, my my go to uh, go to flipping bait, and it's been that way since I've started. Is Reaction Innovations Sweet, Sweet Beaver. Beaver? Yeah, I mean, since I started flipping, that was probably the, one of the first creature baits I ever threw, um, and and still throw it to this day. My favorite color has kind of changed over time. Uh, I'd say it probably started with like a Magic Cross Swirl, which is that yeah. that green pumpkin with the blue swirl. Yeah. Uh, and then for a few years it was uh black neon, which is still, I think a little that bit underrated. Yeah. Um, it's the whole top half of the bait is all black with red flake in it. And then it has a neon tail. Just mm. the tip of the tail mm-hmm. is, yeah. is, is chartreuse. Um, but, but it's awesome. And then, uh, I think they just came out with like, I'm trying to think of what it's called, but it's like a, it's like a wicked gill color, um, where it's got like wicked gill, the D bomb color. Uh, it's yeah, it's similar because because uh, tournament tackle came out with like an exclusive yeah, color. They yeah. did it with they did it with the D bombs. They yeah. did it with Reaction Innovation. Um, so Wicked Gill D bomb is filthy. Yeah, so it's that same that same sort of color that uh, I don't even really know how to describe it. It's like a green pumpkin June bug like a with weird like a shard, chartreuse, yeah, chartreuse kind of yeah. swirled in it. Um, but uh, I think maybe Warmouth is what they call it now mm. um, by Reaction Innovation. So. That's that. That's my go-to bait and color nowadays. So yeah, dope. tacos. Go. Tacos, man. Oh, tacos, tacos. Um, <laughs> tacos, le- tacos. Le- stuff. No, legit, legit. I love everything on a flour shell. Like it doesn't, that's you know, on a so yeah. awesome on a on a flour tortilla. I'll eat. I'll eat whatever. Um, I absolutely love making steak tacos at home. Uh, 
there's a couple Mexican spots that we go to that have fantastic uh, Mexican tacos, uh, you know, Mexican style cilantro cheese. I don't do the onion. Um, oh yeah, I forgot you're an onion. Oh yeah, um, you hate onions. onions. I don't do the onion, but give yeah. me the cilantro cheese. You know, some good hot sauce. Uh, you don't like onion on anything. I don't like hamburger. raw or cooked. It doesn't matter. I'll I'll eat it fried. Okay. They, like I will eat. I will eat some. <laughs> do you mean like an onion, onion ring? Exactly. Okay. So like an onion ring or like a blooming onion. <laughs> so it's not really yeah, yeah. Or onion anymore. strings. Okay. You know? so, Interesting. Yeah. So I'll I'll eat them if they're deep fried with some crunch to them. And is and it like the a, flavor or the texture for you or it's, both? It's both because I think the flavor changes a lot as you cook it. That's so, true. So I don't. Yeah. I don't like the raw flavor and I don't like the raw texture. Okay. Um, but. Okay, but that's as you, fair. As you cook it down, I can I can eat it if it's just cooked down a little bit. I don't care to, but fried is the way to go if it's going to be an onion. So okay. or anything, really, yeah, yeah. really, or anything. taco, or taco. Yeah, so yeah. so we we I actually make a ton of uh, steak tacos. Um, we do chicken tacos uh, all the time, where I'll marinate some some chicken thighs and dice it up real small, throw it in a hot skillet, and give it a good quick quick sear and throw it on a taco shell. Man, it's it's dynamite. So it's hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it for me. So nice. I think uh, I think Europe. What is? What How did you get into fishing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. How did yeah. you get into What's fishing? Yours? Yeah. How'd you get into fishing? <laughs> yeah. So two baits. My my how I got into fishing I think is like a threefold thing. Pretty quickly, easily told though. Uh, as a kid, my entire kiddom year would revolve around going to Hayward, Wisconsin. My my dad, my parents were divorced when I was really young, and my dad's side of the family would go to Hayward every year, uh, which is in northern Wisconsin. It's a it's like a it's a fishing mecca, uh, but mostly known for musky fishing. So I kind of cut my teeth going up there every year, and I mean, how, <clears throat> how most kids would like circle whatever like a power ranger or something and like a toys r us catalog i had like swim baits and rods and lures circled in like a bass pro shop catalog back when they were like big, big monsters big I, I remember boys. i remember to this day having like the whooping stick circled because yeah. i thought it was oh so cool gosh. i would like yeah. loop all the way around <laughs> like, so like that was yeah, the show that was the rod oh. I wanted, so yeah, that's fun. Yeah. yeah so yeah like we um we would go up there every year, and I remember when I got old enough to, like, take the boat out myself, you know, because it's Hayward, which is a really – it's kind of like um, um, Nashville or what's that little town in Missouri, Branson, where there's a lot of outdoorsy stuff, but there's a lot of, like, cutesy little commercially stuff too, which isn't really my bag. And so, like, the family would go to, like, get homemade candies and go shopping, and I'd be like, no. Like, there's a, I'm going fishing. I just found a new weed bed. Y'all can kick rocks, you know, whatever. <laughs> so that's where it started. That's where I got really obsessed. And then as a little kid, um, me and a bunch of my homies found out about a pond. It was called Mr. Miles Pond because it was owned by a guy named Mr. Miles. And there were massive, massive largemouth in it, like huge largemouth. And that was when I first started catching bass. And that's when I learned how to throw a crankbait. I remember the first crankbait I ever threw was a bomber, um, fat-free shad, uh, and a bomber fat A and a bomber long A. And I thought the bomber fat A was the stupidest looking thing I'd ever seen. And I remember I threw it for like 13 seconds and caught like 55 bass on it. I'm like, okay, these are incredible. You know, like crankbaits, like, wow. I actually have, I bought a, a little while, like a year ago, maybe I bought a bomber hat on eBay from like 1970 something. Nice. And it's so <laughs> rad, but it's like, it's it like, it's cool. Cause it's old school. And I love that kind of stuff. Like this hat I'm wearing right now is a, a classic hat from what year is it? 80, 1989, 89, the year I was born. Yeah. Um, I was born, out, you born? Yeah. I was yeah. born in 61. So 
doing pretty good. Uh, See, you're yeah. my parents were born. Correct. I am your dad and your husband. This is weird. Um, just the second part. The first part wasn't true. Um, okay. But yeah, that like really got me more into fishing and like figuring out how to do stuff myself because like the way we would do it in Hayward was very like um, elementary, like minnows underneath big bobbers for pike and muskie and stuff like that, which is dope. Like that's fun, but like I didn't really know about casting and retrieving and, you know, actually fishing. And then later on in life, I moved to um, Texas and that's when I first got into like fishing tournaments with the Austin Bass Club and the Austin Christian Bass Club um, down there. And, and, and in Texas, like everything, everything in Texas, you know, everything is bigger in Texas, but it really is like, if you play high school football down there, like they are it's not like kidding a, around. It's like its own religion. It's insane. Yeah. College football. Like I'm a Longhorns fan only because hook them, hook them, hook them only because before I went there, I wasn't really a college football fan and it was just so contagious there. Yeah. Like it was, Got and I tried right. not to right away because that was the year that the Longhorns beat USC in the Rose bowl to be the national champions when Vince young um, ran it in at the end of the game to win. And it was just absolute chaos. And like, they basically shut down downtown Austin because you know, people were just going crazy and I didn't want to be a bandwagon fan, but it was just so contagious. So I just kind of gave in and I've been one ever since. So like, you know, I'm not a bandwagon fan anymore anyway. Um, but that's where I first started fishing tournaments, sort of figuring out how to use like really properly use a bait caster and uh, I had some really cool people who helped me out with that. Um, I had like a really junky quantum bill dance special. That was like a $50 combo from Bass Pro Shops. And I'm trying to throw lures on it. And this dude is like, that's not going to work. Like that's a really terrible, here, try this. And he gave me like a Shimano. <clears throat> I can't remember what reel it was. Um, it was a good reel and a good rod. He's like, try this. And then all of a sudden it was like, dude, I'm like a pro bait caster, <laughs> you know, because it was like a decent yeah. setup all of a sudden. So <laughs> that's that. My favorite technique for fishing I honestly don't know if I can actually say a favorite technique and I feel sort of like Gerald Swindle. Like I, I I'm like so cool with being a junk fisherman. Yeah, yeah, like I'm, that. I'm so I'm fine with in a tournament. I'll throw, I mean, we have this joke in the boat, like, uh Oh, call the doctor. Jordan's got a case of the change these. Cause I'll go from like a spinner bait to a jerk bait to a chatter bait to flipping a bait to a drop shot, to a finesse, to wacky rigging, to um, Ned rig, to a big swim bait, to top water, you know, I don't give a crap. I'm going to fish until the bass tell me like, this is what I want. And then I'm really going to try and dial in on that. So I don't know. I'm a junk fisherman, I guess. Um, my favorite taco lately for sure has been like some kind of like seafood taco, whether I'm smoking salmon and putting it on a taco, smoke salmon. Um, anybody who might be watching this smoke salmon in a taco is the easiest thing in the world. It is Very so simple. Yeah. You can grill salmon in like a tin foil, whatever, with some butter and like some Mexican type seasonings. Um, and then just put it in like a flour tortilla and add like strips of red uh, raw cabbage. There's a bite to that that just works out so nicely with the salmon. And then put some like cilantro and like some ranch. And if you have time, um, put your ranch in a blender, add a little bit of garlic and a little bit of jalapeno. And it's just so easy and it's so freaking tasty. And the other one is like a shrimp taco just because scrimps is scramps. Scrimps. Scrimps. Get them scrimps. Because <laughs> them, them scrimps be dope. Them scrimps be dope. So that's mine. Um, let's take a second um, before we go on to what's the next thing? Talk about the show name. Um, I'm looking at my show notes. We're pros, dude. We're, it's good. Reading out loud. Things are going really nice. good. Things are going good. Yeah. Let's talk about our families. 
Nate, okay. you're married. You got some kiddos. Yeah. yeah tell yeah. us about them. You got hey, some dogs. You got, some, you got a turtle. I do have a turtle. Yeah. yeah. I got a cat, too. I'm not stoked on that. I don't, talk about, it. don't talk about yeah. that. Cat <laughs> uh, yeah, married uh, to a uh, special woman. I, I love her to death, actually. She's, <laughs> that was such a weird way to say it. She's awesome. We love you, Alexis. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I love her to death. Uh, she, we have uh, two kids together, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, a seven-year-old girl and a four-year-old boy. They're both absolutely wild. I mean, Perfect. they're... They're so much fun. They're so funny. They're uh, so cute. They're, they're very they're, funny. They're We're going to put a cute. picture up, right? We got to see a picture of the fam. Here's the picture. Yeah, Here it is. Picture up. Alexis, Madison, and Addison. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but uh, they're they're awesome. You know, and over the last last year, you know, got the new boat and got them out a ton of times on yeah. it, and we had had an absolute blast. The boy, of course. Fell over like boys do, and did he fall out? Oh, yeah. oh my I like I knew he fell out. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it was one of our last trips too, and he oh, it was it was it was entertaining. Where at? So uh, out at Lost Grove, out of okay. The lake, so it wasn't yeah. like the miss or something no. where like the currents we're, going. No, you're we're, scared. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we we're, yeah. were fishing the shallows, and yeah. he's looking over, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, you're gonna you're gonna fall. You keep looking over. You know, you keep doing that. You're gonna fall." And sure, and sure, then he sure, did. shoot, yeah, sure, shoot. He he. Oh. Head over tea kettle, and <laughs> it was so funny because he's like he's so scared. He had his arm like locked on the side of the boat. So, so he really, like fell, like caught himself. Yeah, like, oh, so really boy. the only part oh. like it was like chest down or waist down as he's like holding on to the side of the boat. He's got his life jacket on, of course. Oh, but buddy, I just reached down, I picked him up, and I set him in the bottom of the boat. And I like you all right. I went just on and kept on him. going. <laughs> and my wife's like, "Oh my god, is he okay?" I was like, "Yeah, he's just a little wet. It'll be all right." Like, Hold on, we're yeah. in school now. Right? Just, yeah, I gotta get back yeah, in. Yeah, they're firing up. So yeah, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the family. That's know, dope. Absolutely, absolutely. What about, what about the dogs? Two what? dogs, two dogs. I got a pit bull uh, who's about uh, he's about twelve I'm years old, old. I think. Yeah, he's yeah. he's getting up there in age. He's uh, hands down the best dog I've ever had. In my and he looks life. really tough, but he's like the sweetest. Yeah, such a honey. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so awesome. Cool. Uh, and then I have a chocolate lab. Uh, who, uh, her name's Coco. She's absolutely wild. Yeah, uh, the craziest dog I've ever had. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Do they like like each other? Do they get along? They get along now. They didn't okay. really get along. At, when they were when they were younger um she's kind of a bully to the, mm. to the old man now so perfect yeah mm. but, uh, yeah so yeah two dogs got a cat uh, we don't need to talk about but I that i thought the cat liked gross. you doesn't the, the cat, cat like you the cat really likes me and i really don't know Shoot, why gross. because you know there's been times where i haven't really been the nice to, nicest to him yeah, yeah. and it's a cat uh, walking around the butthole showing <laughs> <laughs> he's come to respect me like immensely it's so funny so he's an inside cat but he is obsessed with outside we got trees and birds are always flying so he will jet out of the house like just, a, just gone as soon as the door you opens live on a kind of busy street oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean there, there's a major four-way one way on one side and another busy street on the other so right on a corner lot so he will absolutely jet out of the house trying to run around the house oh chasing gosh. these birds and every single time he gets out my wife will chase him around the house and he just runs and runs and runs and as soon as i show up like, he stops, Sorry, Dad. turns around, and runs right back to the door. And then your God. wife's Dang. like, you jerk. Yeah, she's like, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do cat. that? I think, like, you, well, I think you could train a cat. Well, if oh, I told gosh. you how I did it, you wouldn't be proud oh. of me. So. But <laughs> I we, beat we the get, fire out of him. We get along now. Yeah, I'm so, so glad. Yeah, we're, we're, what we're is uh, Childish Gambino in that one song? He said, rap stepfather, you hate me, but you will respect. Respect, yeah. He might hate you, but he respects you. Yeah, I don't know. He's He likes me a lot more than my wife, and it's... Her cat, of course, so she doesn't. Isn't she doesn't that how it goes, that. though? That's exactly how it goes, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. so do you have a family? 
I do. Lola? I have a family. Okay. Do you um, both get to talk about it? Or yeah. Like, like, how do we do yeah, this? We should, we should both talk about it and pretend like the other one didn't talk about it. That that will take way too long. Yeah. Well, even if we just name all of our children's names, it'll that's take what I'm too saying. Long. So we're married. Yeah. Jordan and I are married. Super married. Super married. Yeah. We have six kids. Six. Six. We're a blended family, so yeah. we have three daughters, three, three daughters, sons, two boys, and then we have a boy together. Right. And they're awesome. Yeah. So and it have, goes, and it's like straight Brady Bunch. It goes like girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. And it just, age. I think that was more than six, but yeah. Yeah. And we have, close enough. we have yeah. <laughs> oldest is 13. Youngest is one. Uh, oldest is a girl, Kennedy. Youngest is a boy, Gus. Gus. And he's awesome. And we have a bulldog who just turned two today. His name but is wait, Walter. We, wait, we can't he's skip out. We can't just say Kennedy and Gus. So we have Kennedy, yeah. Dominic. Finley, Vinny, Lucy, Gus. Yeah, a lot. They're awesome. Yeah, and they're, they're cool. really sweet. <laughs> yeah, they're and just crazy. Of, yeah. And yeah, they're super funny. And Vinny, he fishes tournaments yeah, with you. Yeah, he fished one tournament with me, and then he's going to fish some Tuesday night like jackpot stuff with me this year. All of our kids love being outside. Yeah, they're all really into it, which so, is amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, it makes it awesome. That's yeah. my two. They are obsessed with the I just outside, feel like so, like, so many as, memories. As as, it's supposed to happen. Yeah, as soon like, as the, the sun kids turns are supposed on. To be. Like my, yeah. my son will say, Dad, it's it's sunny outside. Can we go outside? Like, yeah. dude, it's 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 negative four degrees outside. Right. Like, no, we can't go outside. Exactly. But why? Yeah. I mean, awesome. that's where the yeah, memories we just, are made, we just really. Booking. I mean, it's right now in, in our world, because we're not putting these out till later, these episodes, but right now in our world, uh, it's March in Wisconsin, and it's negative 1,000 degrees. <laughs> no, it's been nice out. It's been 40. Yeah, we're booking campsites for the summer. Yeah. Uh, Cause they book spend, up so quickly, but we're like, okay, let's go to this one. Let's do this one. Just and to spend more time this, outside yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Walter and then we have two turtles, both yep. of which were plucked fresh up out the Mississippi. As little bebes. One was on pool 13. One was on pool 15. Flash and guppy. Flash and guppy. They're very cute. Yep. Also. They're, they're pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. What my, else? My turtle's name is Tank. Tank. Does he live in a tank? Because he lives in a tank. Is I mean, that why? Uh, it, it did. It did. It did go that way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it sure did. So Walter's name should be House. House. Yeah. Cabin, cabin dog. Mm-hmm. Cabin dog. Yep. We live in a cabin in Wisconsin. Yep. What else? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's our family. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, all right. So let's let's transition to uh, why. Because I would assume I would think if this is if if you're listening to this podcast, watching this podcast on the interwebs, you're probably like, why tackle and tacos? Yeah. It's not like the super most common name. And so the whole, the thing is tackle and tacos, but this is tackle and tacos, a fishing podcast. So the specificity is sort of important because we are here to talk about fishing. And, um, originally we were, um, approached by, my but my good buddy Kurt uh, from Working Class Bow Hunter hey, podcast. Kurt. Hey Curtius, yo yo yo, and the, the squad. <laughs> um, we uh, I, I've worked with them forever. I did like their theme song. I do a lot of their merch and video edits and all kind of stuff. We're just we're buddies. And um, when they decided they wanted to do like a Working Class Bowhunter Network of podcasts. They have one um, with Clint Casper, who knows more about bow hunting than I will ever know. He'll probably, f- he's probably forgotten. He, yeah, that's, 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 that's that old a, person yeah, saying he'll forget a, more yeah, than I'll ever know. And that's yeah. the truth. The dude is just 
a genius like him and some of my other buddies like Austin and Ross, like they'll, they'll just in passing say these things about hunting. And I'm like, dude, I never thought of that. And it's like the most obvious thing in the world to them. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like stoked that I know it now, but I also am just so stupid, you know, Stop it. <laughs> um, but Kurt came to me and was like, dude, would you guys be willing to do a fishing podcast? And I was like, yeah, man, let's do it. This will be fun. Like me and Nate will do this. And then it was like, yeah, we should have Lola on it too, because she'll have a different perspective, a different angle, a unique take on it. And then originally we were going to call it, um, the figure out fishing podcast. And the whole idea was going to be, uh, let's all work at figuring out fishing together. Not we're so smart, come learn from us, but, um, how can we get better together at it? And then it just never really, I don't know. Like, I don't think we were it wasn't anti- perfect. Yeah. yeah. It, just didn't, it just didn't click. Then. So tell curious. them the, the tackle and tacos idea. Well, it was funny because when we were talking about, he was making like a logo, Jordan was making a logo for figure out fishing. And like he said, it wasn't really, something wasn't there. I don't know. And then I said, well, what about tackle and tacos? Because Years ago, yeah. Jordan had an idea for a um, tackle shop slash taco Taqueria. shop. Yeah. Um, Did that accent sound legit? You probably no. thought I was. Like, is didn't. there a Hispanic person here? <laughs> was that a black Hispanic man? <laughs> yeah, that was Jordan. Yeah, there he is. That's my man. Um, she's proud. I heard I, it in her voice. Yeah. She's, she's proud. It, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Keep going. Um. And you're going to call it the spot. Yeah. Yeah. S-P-O-T-T. Yep. Two T's, tackle, tacos. Yeah. And I said, what if we did something with that? Like we could make a taco when we have a podcast and we could talk about fishing. And he was oh, like. Oh, we didn't make a taco for tonight. We we didn't, but shoot. I think the idea is that whenever we have guests, every guest yeah. will make a taco for them. A what? A taco? Did you say taco? Did he say taco? He may have. Can we I, rewind I that? I Taqueria. <laughs> oh no, we went too far. Um, so yeah, it tackle and tacos came yeah. to be, and Jordan was stoked on it because he was like, "Oh, we can run with this! Like, there's so many things we can do. We can release it on Tuesday. Have Taco Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays podcast, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was. I just I, it was more creative. Phonetically, and, tackle and taco. It just sounds <laughs> good together. You don't say it like that, obviously, but like I mean, tackle could. and tacos, like it just flows. Tackle and tacos. And who doesn't like tacos? I mean, sure. honestly. Because I feel like you can well, do really, anything. Who doesn't like tackle? You know? Oh my yeah. gosh, Golly. yes. So it worked. You know? It's beautiful. Like, uh, so this is me and Lola's boat here in the background, the legend. And I'm not saying that like in an arrogant way, like it's a legend. Like that's actually what branded it is. <laughs> like it's a legend. Um, and it has the most amazing giant tackle storage system. I mean, really. I mean, it's it hard really to debate does, like, how, yeah. how, it, how it works. Uh, I literally wouldn't want to go to a more expensive, newer boat right now because of how simple and huge the tackle store. It's my tackle. It's our tackle. I will come out here and stare at it and go through stuff for days, dude. He will. He actually I just will disappear. He'll be like, "I'm just going to run like, to the garage oh, I real quick." Forgot about this balsa crankbait that was made by this company over here with this paint job that I specifically requested with these, you know, three treble hooks or these size two. I mean, it's just yeah. Four hours later. And no, I'm like, hey, hours. are you coming yeah, in? I love, I love tackle, dude. I'm a tackle Insert junkie. SpongeBob. On laps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I, I'm a tackle junkie, like, unashamedly. Yeah, no, you're even more so a tackle junkie than I am, and I, I consider myself a tackle yeah. connoisseur. So, yeah. you know, you being on a level above me is 
impressive. It's and I'm just along for the it's ride. sort of like stupid, depending on which way you look at it. Because yeah. you have so many things. You're like, I've never thrown this, but it's so like. So much of what I have. The I've positive part about not ever throwing it is it doesn't go bad. You know? No. Yeah, but then. Take care of it. What? Yeah. Oh be a gosh. time and a place I just for can't. it. Doesn't go I just, bad. just throw it and just A couple catch years some ago fish. at Christmas, for Christmas, Lola got me, I think it was four Bass Mafia boxes um, and like 10 jackhammers. And I was like, this is love. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is actual. That's the like, way to make for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is what. This is it. <laughs> this is what love was supposed to be like. I'm saying, like, this is obviously how it's supposed to go. Clearly. Nate, Nate tell us about your boat. What do you got? Uh, I have a. Uh, Get Pacific with it. Real Pacific with it. Yeah. Um, it's a Phoenix. Uh, 2016 Phoenix. It's a 919 Pro XP, which means it's uh, a little over 19 foot. So it's 19 foot, 8 inches. Uh, it's got a 225 uh, two-stroke Mercury on the back of it. Uh, got a couple power poles. Perfect. Um, you have couple, blades, right? Yeah, power pole blades. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, got the power pole blades. I've got uh, Lowrance units for the most part. I actually just just got a Garmin unit uh, for live scope just a few oh, weeks ago, uh, about a week ago. Nice. Yeah, so I'm excited to get that all yeah. get that all hooked up and dialed up. But yeah, I've got a, a Carbon 16 at the console, 16 inch unit, and then a 12 inch <laughs> unit up front. Uh, all linked together so they share waypoints and mapping which is really really awesome um and then like i said i just added another unit uh garmin 93 sv up front for for live scope um so i'm getting that getting that hooked up now um built a custom wiring harness for it and and got it uh got it all pretty much installed i'm just just finalizing stuff now so do you love your boat and does she have a name the boat uh the boat does have a name and wait is it a she uh, I would. I you think could all call boats, it, right? Yeah, I think you could call it a she. It's kind of like a unisex name, I think. Uh, Jordan, oh, it's like a they them. Yeah, Stop! Kind of, don't yeah. even start. <laughs> Jordan came up with it, and I think it works perfect. Yeah. Uh, the, the boat's name is Penny. Yeah, um, it's a it. Phoenix. It's a Penny, Penny Hardaway played for the Phoenix Sun, so it, you know it all kind of came it together. All okay. comes it all yeah. it all worked it's together. All, uh, I didn't so, think about all that, but that's yeah. what I meant. That's he, what I thought about. He called it Penny, of course, because it you know started with a P and so yeah. did Phoenix. And then I was like, you know what? I actually like that. Cause you've come up with some names before that <laughs> I didn't like, really care for. We yeah. name everything. Yeah. So. So, uh, name everything. But yeah, that's, that's the boat. Uh, silver, black. Um, you love it. I absolutely love it. It's yeah. Great yeah. It's so great. I, I, I've only had it. I've only had it a year, um, but it's everything. It's everything I wanted. Actually, it was like, just like three days ago, it was like exactly a year that oh, I had brought it home. Yeah, that's so that's super great. And yeah, you bought so. it like in Tennessee, or you went yeah. somewhere? For yeah, it, it was you a, trip. a trip. It yeah. was a trip to get it for sure. I drove uh, just outside of Nashville, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, um, to get it. Worth um, it? Totally worth it, right? Oh, man, it, <laughs> I was yes. trying to talk you into a legend in like yep. Florida. So, yeah, so, yeah, it's so a little like, closer. Yeah, it ended Tennessee up Tennessee was a little easier. It ended up being uh, a good call to go to Tennessee to get the to yeah. get the Phoenix, but uh, but it was a dry. What happened? You were, you were yeah. locking up brake calipers or something. Oh man, that? Yeah, was that it was, what it was? yeah, yeah, it was a nightmare. We left at like two in the morning. Me and my little brother uh, left at like two in the morning to get down to to get down to uh, Tennessee fairly early. So. So we did that, made the trip, and and as soon as we met the guy right at the lake, uh, I think it was like Percy Priest Lake or something like that. It's just outside of Nashville. Um, but, uh, yeah, we get there, and I jump out of the truck at the lake, and I'm like, 
and something smells hot and i start i start like walking around the truck and it's my driver's side caliper that i literally changed the day before oh my gosh i I knew i was kind of having issues so i didn't want to run into any issues so i put i put all new brakes on the truck and i changed the caliper because it was kind of it was kind of acting funny um literally the day before so uh do the test drive that whole thing went went great the boat absolutely flies it's it's so fast. It's, it's, it's like almost scary. It is. Cause it's so short. It's, you know, it's, it's a smaller boat, 19 and a half feet or whatever. Uh, but it absolutely hauls the mail as they say. Yeah. So uh, well, I mean, what should she do? She'll do mid seventies. Yeah, for oh sure. My gosh, so, no, thank you. Yeah, I've, I've, I've ran it around 74 ish. Um, and I think the guy that had it before me could, he could drive, get it, he could it. get it up to 76. Oh yeah, my gosh. So, so it's, it, it's, it's really, really <gasps> quick, but, uh, scary. But yeah, so we do the test drive. You know, he takes me on a good ride. I, I drive it, and it's you know I'm I'm sold for sure. So uh, we left from the lake, and we went to I think we went to the bank. We went from the from the lake to the bank. Did the bank deal uh, there, and the whole time, like in and out of traffic, getting to the bank, like I could feel the caliper locking up Pulling and release and yeah. locking oh my gosh, up that's and releasing. So stressful. Yeah, so then after the bank deal, we hooked the hook the boat up to my truck and I have to follow him back to his, uh, his house to get a few more things that he had for the boat. So then we has another 30 minute drive and pulling the boat with a locked up caliper. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it was, it was rough. Uh, was it smoking? It, it got to a point where it would just start to smoke and then we'd stop <laughs> and it'd kind of go away. <laughs> like it, it was, bot- it was bad. Bottle, like, spray it real quick. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So we, we leave and we start heading heading home and I'm like, man, we gotta find a place to stop. Like I I brought all my tools just in case I needed them. In case you know, I anticipated something going wrong with the boat trailer. Yeah, more um, than yeah, because yeah. it's you know, thing that you I'm just pulling, the yeah, brakes on. Like I'm pretty meticulous with my maintenance on my truck, so I'm pulling. You know, I bring my tools just in case something happened to the boat trailer. And of course, it was perfect. Uh, but the truck was falling apart that I just worked on the day before. So perfect. Yeah, so we. Get a new caliper, put it on uh, about 20 minutes away from the guy's house. Uh, get into the heat of Nashville traffic uh, gridlock, and it and it it seizes up again. And I'm like, what on earth is going on? The nearest parts store is where we just came from, 25 minutes oh behind us. So we just kind of push on through traffic and and kind of, you know, kind of try to hold it together. Uh, get to the next parts stores north of. North of Nashville is like Clarksville, Tennessee, or something like yeah. that. Uh, they don't have a caliper in stock. Oh my god! Yeah, so I'm like, golly, you got to be kidding me! Like seriously, he's like, yeah, we don't. Um, the next nearest spot is here, but that was behind us. While well, I was like, what's you know, what's we're heading north? What's that direction? He's like, oh, it's 30 minutes away, but it's here. They do have one in stock. So um, I'm like, all right, well, yeah, let's uh, you know, uh, we'll head there. He's like. Luckily, he was like, hey, you know, if you just changed these calipers, so we cha- I changed one at the house before we left, and then one just after we left his house, so now, you know, two calipers in, uh, the guy's like, you probably have a collapsed brake line. I didn't even think about it. The little short rubber line that mm-hmm. runs from your steel mm-hmm. line to your caliper, he's like, there's probably an issue with that. I'm like, I didn't think about that. If, do you have one? He's like, yeah, I got one in stock, so I bought it. Then bought it from there and then drove to the next parts store. Put that caliper on with the new brake line. Ate some dinner because at this point in time, it's like <laughs> six thirty at night. Yeah, you know? it. yeah, yeah, it was like six thirty at night at this point, getting it getting it all changed out. But uh, head home, and it ended up being like a twenty three hour trip. So I think oh we left. At, I think we left at three in the morning, and we got back at two in the morning. 
the next you know, I'm the next really morning, tired so. just thinking yeah, about that, that. it was awful it was awful but shout out to my little brother uh austin because like <laughs> I, I would go i would go <laughs> i'd go into the part store to swap out a part and by the time i'd come out he'd have the truck jacked up the wheel off that's helpful the caliper halfway yeah. you know yeah. halfway taken yeah. off and i'd come in and, and finish up the rest and yeah it was it worked well together but it was a, it was a trip um definitely a trip but so far it's been well worth it because uh I had a I had a champion before uh, family you know they enjoyed it but this boat is it's so much wider than the other one we can really move around on it more that makes and, such and, a difference oh it, it it's huge yeah. yeah so uh so we can really enjoy the the extra room on the boat and you know we get out and enjoy it a lot more so it's 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 worth it it was nice. awesome Good. um we have a boat it's right there it's yeah, a tell legend us about, uh, <laughs> The legend. <laughs> the legend. The legend of. Uh, yeah, so our boat is a 2015 Legend uh, V20. I wanted that boat for a long time just because the front. We t- we've talked about this boat for Ever. early years. Yeah. Like the V20. Yeah, the V20 is like if I could pick a boat, that's the boat I wanted. Yeah. Her name is Loretta. Her name is Loretta Legend uh, on the little, uh, the little uh, bracket up front for the dual units. I used a little name tag gun and made label maker. Label maker, or like the old school, like pressing kind, not like the printer kind, like, where it like clicks it yeah. in. And it says Loretta, uh, but yeah, that was the boat I wanted. The front deck is absolutely gigantic, like gigantic. Like I remember last year, Nate and I fished a tournament in um, northern Wisconsin on the Chippewa Flowage, and when we pulled up to the place we were staying, one of our buddies came out and was like, "Geez, Louise, this thing's like a barge." Like, I mean, it really, it's, it's just so wide. It's you so can, awesome. You can fish two dudes on the front deck and never bump into each other and have all the kids up there. And yeah, it just, it, that's why I wanted it. Uh, 2019 E-Tech G2 250 HO. Um, that's the motor, right? That's the motor. Like, I don't know what he just said. Yeah. 2019 Evan Rude E-Tech. Um, the cool thing about that motor is it's the HO, which means high output, which they say means this percentage to that percentage more than the actual number. So it could be 275-ish horsepower. It could be 260, whatever. The thing just moves. With a boat this big, it's really heavy. It's a big, wide boat. Um, when I very first took it out, the first time on the Mississippi River last year, first time I ever had it wet, you know, the first time I'd ever done anything with it, I wasn't really sure what to expect. And going down river, I hit 73, 70. Again, I say no, thank you. 74. I can't, but in a boat that big to go that fast, like yeah. that, that motor's screaming. I mean, that, that is absolutely hauling um, in a boat that big. I mean, that's fast anyway, but in a boat like that, you know, that's, that's pretty dope. So um, mostly Humminbird Electronics, Minn Kota, eight foot talons on the back, the newest generation. So they're really short, which I really like. So they don't stick up very much. Uh, two 12 inch helixes on the console. One's for mapping, one's for down imaging, side imaging, all that fun stuff. And then on the front, there's a nine inch helix and a Garmin 93 SV, like Nate was talking about, with live scope on an Ultrex. Um, I run four batteries instead of three. I just, I don't, or I mean, I run five batteries instead of four. So three for the trolling motor, one for the cranking battery, and then one for the electronics. Um, I just want, I want to be able to leave my electronics on all day long, never worry about losing any kind of juice or not being able to turn over the big motor. So we have five batteries in there, which actually helps get it on pad quicker anyway. Um, if you know anything about the geometry of a bass boat and the get way they move, get the weight, the weight rear, in the back, yeah. and it really helps, helps get her butt up in the air, which is not what you'd think, but that's how it works. Um, sorry, I'm getting all sniffy. I'm not sure why. I apologize. Are you feeling emotional talking about Loretta? Yeah, she's just love so her pretty. so much. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes I come out here and 
when nobody's looking, I just kind of <clears throat> rub her on the gunnel and tell her I love her. This is getting weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, that's the boat. Um, I love it. I love I love fishing out of it. And, and and just hear me when I say this to anybody who might be listening or watching this. You don't need a super fancy boat to, to fish tournaments. You don't need a super fancy boat to go fish with your family. We were just talking about this today. Yeah. Would you rather have a decked oh, yeah. out truck, fancy truck, and not a fancy boat, yeah. or however you said it? Yeah. Or vice versa, like a dumpy or not fancy truck and a decked out boat. Did I, I say go, that? I would, if you asked me if you want a crappy boat or nice truck. That's a way nice easier way of saying it. <laughs> or crappy truck. I would go nice boat, crappy truck. Yeah. 10 times out of 10. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind of the, the route I'm, I'm rolling in right now. So. Yeah. It's just, it's just it's nice, yeah. man. It's nice when you get on the water. And I mean, yeah, my, my truck's not that dissimilar from yours. Um, F-150 for life. Not really. I don't really care what I have. It won't be for life, but it works. It's a, I, I will say before this, let me, let me go on record and slam a truck company real quick. Um, before this, I had, I had a Dodge Ram Eco Diesel. He was so excited for it. And it was such a dope truck. Like it was so, it was all white with a white topper. Um, I know toppers are a little old manish, honestly, but they're so dope. <laughs> really convenient. Topper, it's just so nice. Um, and it was the Laramie package. So it had leather seats, air conditioned seats, heated steering wheel, GPS, moonroof, like every option, like literally every option. It was really decked out. Yeah, it was yeah. so comfy. Yeah. Road comfy, felt comfy. Um, had the air ride suspension too. Had the air ride, the adjustable yeah. air ride suspension. Yeah. So you could raise it up or drop it a little bit. The gas mileage was good. But yeah. The fuel economy was through the roof yeah. on it. And there was a light going off for like some computer issue with it. Every, every 10, 10 seconds. seconds. And it'll go into limp mode where it'll go 20 miles an hour when you're four hours away. And trying to go up a back. hill. Yeah. It was awful all the time. And if it wasn't this, it was that. And if it wasn't that, it was this. And, and then you could delete the computer or delete the whatever, but it's yeah, this we much like money. And then there's to get rid of like the emissions. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, One thing after such another. an awesome truck. And it just sucked. It was awful. So I got rid of that. And I got like the, basically the exact opposite. I got a, um, 1970 Ford. <laughs> got a, um, F100. I got a crank on the front. You have to, you have to wind oh real gosh. fast to get it to turn over. It's solar powered. So if it's cloudy mm. out, you can't really you go cannot. anywhere. Um, but no, I got a 2012 F150. It works great. Toes well. It's real simple. It's all black on the inside. Just very, I mean, it's just a simple truck. It's utilitarian. And it works awesome, but I love it. It's like a, it's like a beef taco. <laughs> simple, tasty. Perfect. You don't really say no job. to it. Right. Yeah, it does the job. So what do you guys think? What's the what's the goal for this show? What are we doing? I think the goal is is really at least to start with is just to have fun. Yeah. You know, enjoy enjoy our time together. Enjoy talking about tackle and tacos. Yes. And, Both. Uh, you know, life, family, all that good stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, agree. I think we're yeah, we're gonna keep it light. It doesn't need to get all serious. If it gets serious at some point, that's cool. But yeah. like I think like like we said earlier, it's it's more about the fun element of fishing. It's like that when you were catching catfish, when you were fishing at your grandparents' thing, when I was um fishing for pike with a with a creek chub underneath a bobber and a bobber would go down and my heart would 
quadruple in speed. Yep. That's, that's what fishing is about, man. That's why I always, like, I have no problems telling people that Mike Iconelli is my favorite professional bass fisherman. Even though, like, on, like, that one episode of uh, Mark Zona where he set the hook and then fell off the back of the boat and, like, <laughs> broke a couple rods, of rods yeah. and... Uh, what and, and Mark Zona's like, and then he goes running to the back of the boat like a wild orangutan or whatever he called yeah. it. And like, I love that. I don't, I don't ever want to yeah. lose how excited you get when you set the hook on something. I want every pound and a half line burner largemouth that I catch to feel like a six pounder. Right. I'm like, oh, I think it's a good one. And then it jumps. Like, oh, never mind. And like, okay, I, I was, love that. I was just thinking like, I know that we like tournament fish and that's like competitive and whatever, but like, there's something about, fishing that like you can do that forever yeah first yeah, of you all can do that until you're like 90 literally. secondly like who doesn't love talking fishing stories or yeah. hunting stories or i mean yeah because we all hunt hear, too by the way all three of us hunt yeah. So, right yeah so like when you hear someone talking about oh and then i saw him and then oh and then i yeah. i felt the the bite or whatever it's like it it gets you excited and so yeah. i think that that's i'm excited to have guests on here and hear their stories and for sure i don't know have that conversation too yeah yeah. Yeah. One thing it was this is kind of random. Today, uh, Lola and I, uh, we were in town because we live not in town. We live in a teeny little, cute town. Yeah, cute little town. Uh, but we're just south of a bigger city, and we went into the city, and uh, I think we were shopping for drugs or something. Wow. Can't remember. Nope. <laughs> just making some returns. Making some returns at Ross. You know. And Target. And Target. Love Target. Very druggy. What? Anyway, uh, and by Ross, there was like a building that was like for rent, you know, like on the corner. And I was like, dude, what if Tackle and Tacos did really well and we actually turned it into a bait and tackle shop? Like, yeah. that'd be dope. That'd you know, be like, so cool. I, I just think like this could turn into just us making some podcasts. Cool. Fine. Fun. Zero problem with that. No yeah. expectation. Um, stoked that Kurt and the boys at Working Class thought we were worth making a podcast with. And if that's what it is, then that's what it is. Yeah, for sure. Big thanks to those guys for yeah. having the faith and even asking us. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, if, if we just do this every once in a while in our garage and podcast and a couple people like it and tune yeah. in, dope. If it blows up and we start getting sponsors, dope. If it blows up, blows up and we make a tackle shop out of it. Cool. Where we sell tacos. Where right. we sell tacos. Yes. Yeah. The idea yeah. for the spot, by the way, that Lola said was it was going to be a tackle shop and I wanted it to like specialize in like JDM stuff, like Japanese, Mega Bass, OSP, um, Jackal, whatever, cool lures and everything some else. Gang craft, all that Yeah, gang craft, like some, I love those lures. Um, and then every day I would make one taco to sell. Not like one singular taco, but just one specific kind. So today yeah. is steak tacos. Tomorrow is salmon tacos. The day after that is... Breakfast. I said that so weird. Breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast tacos. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know where this goes, but I think we're going to have fun with it. Yeah. One thing I'm really excited for too, uh, you know, you can kind of stay tuned. <laughs> is uh, I want to... Um, was that good? Do you think that got people wanting to listen? And I think so. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a thing where when we go to fish tournaments, cause we do fish a bunch of tournaments, Lola and I, Nate and I, whoever, um, we're going to podcast before the tournament and talk about the lake. And if we if practiced, if we pre-fished it, what we know about the lake, how we fished it in the past. And then, yeah, I feel like we're doing really good or I don't know, we're really gonna be able to figure them out. And then we're going to stop on the same episode, the same podcast, we're going to stop and then come back and podcast immediately after the tournament is done. 
So you'll get like both ends of the spectrum, like the preparation and the planning and the strategy, and then how it actually went immediately afterwards. So the details are fresh in our minds. I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning, um, because we're idiots. I'm envisioning a lot of like, do we pre-fish and we found a huge school and like we caught a couple four or five pounders and like we marked a whole bunch of new spots. Like, I think we're going to win this thing. And then, all right, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be back. And, uh, (laughs) as soon as I come back from this break, this is going to be the post game. Like, yeah, dude, we suck. We didn't catch a single fish. And then it ends. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then it's like roll credits, whatever. But I think that's going to be kind of unique. Um, really honest and raw feedback about fishing. And then, the one thing I want to work on as a human being, and then I want to really push for our podcast is uh, what we're going to end every week with, which is uh, positivity is worth the effort. So it's real easy to like point out the negative and to beat yourself up even when you don't fish well, or, um, you know, when you have, if you don't make a taco the way you wanted to. Yeah. If you have a six pack (laughs) and a pound from Taco John's and you only eat four of them junks, it's easy to beat yourself up and you should. Because you're stupid. Because you got a six-pack. Yeah, you eat all those. And the pound. You You, be a man. You eat those Olays. Uh, But positivity is worth the extra effort that I think it takes to put in, whether that's fishing. Um, Nate and I are going to talk about this on another podcast. I don't know if you're going to – I don't know. Whatever. We talked about a podcast of, like, stuff we're, like, scared of, Mm. you know, or scary moments on the water or whatever. And uh, last year – I don't know if you can see it from there, but the bottom half of my motor is missing because I ripped it off on a rock uh, on the chip with flowage. And I don't know if, if that was fun. I don't know if you remember, but fun. I didn't super freak out. Uh, yeah. I didn't get super and when mad. When he told me I that, I was like, what? I didn't throw anything. I didn't cuss. I didn't anything. I was just like, well, you know, we got a, we got a live well full of fish. This was a really fun tournament. We'll just trolling motor all the way back to the, the launch like ramp. Four miles. It was a ways, dude. That Ultrax went to yeah, work. It was like four miles. Away. <laughs> that oh Ultrax went to into work, the wind, dude. Like into it the took wind. Us forever. Yeah, and we made it back in time. We did. And we yeah. weighed in our fish. We caught some on the way too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we stopped and caught a couple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the positivity is worth the effort. You know, like it just it, things work out better that way. So, y'all got anything else before we wrap it up on our very first tackle and tacos? Think so. Thanks for listening. That's yeah, it. thanks. Yeah, anybody who's listening yeah. or watching, spending the time with us to to yeah. hear the nonsense we got to spill out. So yeah, thank we're gonna you. keep it. We're gonna keep it moving, man. We'll do some video podcasts. Um, every podcast we do, we'll do an audio version, and then some we'll do an audio and a video version. Um, tomorrow, our buddies are coming. Uh, uh, Mark and Easton Len. I don't even know how he says last name. Len Font. Len Fant. They have a YouTube channel. Uh, father and son and we're gonna make up some shrimp tacos so yeah. we'll, we'll show the tacos and we'll make you hungry hopefully and that'll be that we so. won't chew into the microphone though we will not chew in the microphone these are really nice microphones though i feel like it really it pick would up be that, like yeah that, that what's that called that's, asmr or whatever oh it's so a, weird the worst is, yeah. oh it's awful it's the worst. we might get some views from that let's not all right <laughs> all right y'all thanks for tuning in positivity is worth the effort yep
want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.